welcome back to The Cooling Rack, a podcast about the great Canadian baking show, where we don't glaze over any of the bakes and there are absolutely no soggy bottoms allowed. My name is Michael. And I'm James. And it is Fancy Dessert Week. Not Dessert Week, it's Fancy Dessert Week. Mm-hmm. We got some dollar bills, we got some mansions, because it's getting some fancy up in here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yes, well, sorry we're coming at you a day late. There was a fire alarm situation that was preventing us from recording. So we are now here. <laughs> and also, I'm sorry about my microphone last week. I realized that it was not set to record my nice microphone. So this probably sounds better if you go back and listen to last week's. But I didn't call it out in any of our social posts because I figured if I did it then, people would be more likely to notice than if I told them after the fact. So yeah, let's not draw attention to it. It's like um, it's like when you bake a tart or something and the side cracks and you, you know, you put some like garnish on that side. It's just so you think nobody will look at it, but it does kind of draw attention to it. Also, exactly. production is shady and they're like, pull the garnish away. It's cracked. <laughs> Ask, Ask her how she cooked the vegetables. <laughs> There's a microwave in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. But yes, it is fancy dessert week. James, what do you mm-hmm. think of this week? Um, you know, it's I find that um, these past couple weeks have been really interesting because I feel like there's layers to the themes. Like it's never just like bread week or dessert week. Now it's like fancy dessert week or it's like cakes with eight decibels of crunch week or, you know, like botanical <laughs> yeah. gardens week. So, yeah. Um, you know, it was really nice being able to see them do things that were a bit more technically complicated. Um, and, you know, they really got to show off their skills. So it was really fun to watch this week, I would say. Absolutely. Like, I also uh, enjoyed seeing these fancy desserts that, like, I could never bake at all. Like, not not even, like, the simplified version, you know? Like, as soon as it involves, like, you know, um, meringues or, like, egg white or any like mousse or i'm always just like well i'm never even gonna attempt to make this so i think it's it's cool and i do like the theme i think that it it fits so close to the final to have you know something like this so i i thought that it was it was it was cool and um we definitely got more in the kind of showstopper category this week as well oh definitely i think um i know last week we kind of I kind of read it a little bit, just saying like, you know, it's fun, but it's not like, like not that much, you know, for the quarterfinals, but for the semifinals, I would definitely say they stepped it up this week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. So what did they bake for the signature? They baked an entremet. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, they they baked an entremet. Sorry. The reason I tripped up is that <laughs> I wrote entremet and then I was like, it's not an entremet, it's an entremet. You're thinking Sorry. of Julian d'entremet. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yes, honey. Season one one realness. (laughs) Um, They were baking entremets, uh, which is a very fancy dessert and treat. I will say I've had them in restaurants a few times and I do quite enjoy them. I think I've had one once. Um, And yes, I I did like it. And I like the components of what is in an entremet. I almost Mm -hmm. called it an entremet now. (laughs) I know. I know. I apologize. I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so yeah, first up we had Tanner uh with his southern charm entremet. I found okay. that very like um aligned like French southern charm. 
It reminds me of Blanche Devereaux, you know, Entremet, mm-hmm. Southern yeah. Charm, that all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Many, many men. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I slept with many, 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 many men. Many men. It's like, um, yeah. Okay, yeah. Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I forgot about how bad her so Snatch Game was. So bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah. That, was, that was Drag Race there. FYI, first one of the episode. Um, okay, I love bourbon and i love peaches and i love peaches and bourbon as a flavor combo so this is the one like i thought that all of the entremets were actually you know very well done generally speaking maybe say for some shapes on on some people's but tanners were the ones i wanted to eat the most the second i heard the flavor combo Mm -hmm. and i really liked um the shape of his jelly that sort of layer, it was like a little bit of like a, it was almost like a slight little frowny face almost, but it just looks so clean and classic. Yeah. It was a really great bake. Yeah, absolutely. It was, and it was very pretty. Um, and yeah, I, again, that that kind of jelly inside I thought was was just terrific. The only thing was that he was missing his white chocolate underneath the peach because it, it kind of wouldn't um, come off of the sheet or whatnot. Yeah, you know what, if he hadn't like put it in his description, and if you hadn't like noted it, I wouldn't have even cared. Like they looked fine without it. So a very good. uh... I mean, I guess it sucks that things fail like that, but it still looked great, which is important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, And then we had Maggie. Uh, Who made a summer strawberry entremet. So Bruno did not love the glaze. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. He liked the jelly and the flavor combo, though. Um, and yeah, I like I, I don't know. I, I, I like the look of these. I, I um, kind of know what the, he was talking about with the glaze a little bit. To me, it was that her jelly was very thick inside. Yeah, yeah, it was a little thicker, especially like compared to Tanner's. Like it would be like it came over like, oh, that's a little thick. And I think also um, I wrote it was like, you got to snatch those edges because I think her edges needed a we're bit not of tidying snatched <laughs> officially <laughs> no, girl yeah. no yeah. they're peeping out um but yeah uh but overall like i love strawberries they so the strawberry entremet actually reminded me of the of the entremets i've had in restaurants they're often like chocolate strawberry flavored so mm. that really sort of brought me back to a few anniversary dates before covid was a thing um so i really yeah. enjoyed that mm-hmm. memory yeah. <laughs> Save for the fact that it then reminded you that COVID's been going on for so long. <laughs> Girl. Girl. Yeah. Entirely. She is. She is too much. Um, okay, Rafa Cat. Uh with choco orange entremet. Terry's chocolate orange entremet. <laughs> oh, okay. So I love chocolate orange. My my two favorite um I guess, yeah, two of my favorite flavor combos are chocolate orange and mint and chocolate. Mm. And uh, yeah, my partner absolutely hates both of those flavor combos so much. So I get all of that specific chocolate just for me all the time, um, which is nice. I can see not liking, I can see not liking chocolate orange because it's specific like it gets really up in your nose and if you don't like that but i don't know how one could not like chocolate and mint but didn't larry say something yeah larry, about like I not understanding not... chocolate mint yeah, as like a yeah. combination yep i just got chocolate mint thins so i don't know what everyone's talking oh, about 
Yes. Oh, I could go for chocolate mint then. That sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, and after Roth- eight? Sorry. <gasps> oh, yes. An after eight. Oh, my God. I love an after eight. Like that kind of chocolate and mint, like where it's dark and kind of piercing. And, you know, I actually after like 8 a.m. Like- <laughs> I, like I like a York um, like mm-hmm. peppermint patty. Yeah. You know, I, I really those like too. those. Yeah. Yeah. They're a little sweet for me, but I do like them. Yeah, if you can find like, um, can't remember which company. Some companies make like fancy ones of those, uh-huh. and that is the business. So, I like it when there's so much peppermint oil. I feel like I'm breathing fire, like I'm breathing <laughs> menthol. I'm uh-huh, like, oh, uh-huh. that's a good. That's it's a like going down one. your throat, and it's just kind of like it's like burning a little bit, but in a good way. It's yeah. like eating a tub of Vicks. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like I like food that tastes like medicine or toothpaste. Um, so anyway, uh, back to Ravikat's choco orange yeah. entremets. Um, I thought they looked really good. I, I I kind of do wish that maybe there was a little more. A few weeks ago, we were actually talking about how I don't like when fruit is shiny, but I did feel like the top of hers did need kind of a bit of a shine, perhaps, or or maybe if not a shine, then put some um, powdered sugar over it to to either go like fully matte but it was just lacking such a minor thing on top yeah no you're totally right i think it's like um it looked like because orange slices especially the rind of orange if they're not super shiny they just look a little supermarket i mean the rest of it looked really nice but you're right i think it could just use an a little extra uh, at the top just a little, yeah uh, yeah a little uh. <laughs> mm, yeah um totally. yeah but her her mousse was very smooth and um i actually i really wanted to try the jelly that was in hers as well mm-hmm. oh, she's always making fantastic amazing things i really really enjoyed it and then last but not least because there's only four bakers we're just flying through it was <laughs> gonna be like a three minute episode yeah uh with the uh with her taste of thailand entremets she's bringing back the coconuts yeah, yeah, which okay, what's your what's your opinion on on that? Cuz again, like she made them from scratch again. It's not like she just like put on like it's not like on drag race putting on the same wig again or something. But what is your opinion here? So, I mean, I think I think they're cute. I think it makes sense to bring them back cuz the judges like them. I think on a semifinal, you don't want to be repating what you did before. Like, I think if you do something week one and you bring it back week three or week four, it's like, oh, that's nice. She could do it. But I think on a semifinal, you want to be bringing out all the big guns. You want to be bringing out the new stuff every single time. So that's my opinion. But I do think it's still like a nice. I, I'm glad that she did it because it is a technique. Um, but that's sort of that's what I think, Michael. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I totally agree with you. I found that um, her entremets themselves were not very even, even aside from the fact that she dropped one. They, when they were doing that kind of really close-up shot, it definitely seemed like there was a lot of, like, angles, like, mm. you know, like that constantly, so. Some um, of them were a little droopy. Like, she had yeah. some drooping going on on some of them, definitely. Yeah. Um, Bruno said, or Kyle, I can't remember which, said that there was not enough lemongrass flavor um, in hers, but that they did like the coconut. Yeah. And and the funny thing is, like, I get why they would need a bit more lemongrass for the flavor profile. But I'm like, do I want lemongrass in a dessert? Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, no, sounds good. Yeah. And um, I guess, like, it's not that we really... um, 
ranked the way that signatures go um, each week, but I would kind of I, I would put these, um, I think, probably at the the bottom of the signatures for me here, um, mm-hmm. just based on the, the a the fact that there was the dropped one, but I did feel like hers had the least consistency in kind of the height and shape across the board. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I know where you're coming from. And I would say also, like, maybe compared to the other ones, these ones look almost the least like entremets. Like, yeah. they just didn't have, like, the, they weren't as cute and tiny. They were mm. more like, they're almost sort of like a little cakey. You know I was I mean? getting close. If there was a chocolate shell, I would have been like, Viva Puff. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it took me a while to be like, what? You're right. Yeah, it was a little, it was like, it was like tropical Viva Puff. It'd be like those limited edition Viva Puffs that you get, <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? That's yeah. like, oh, it's summer, school's out. Try some of these tropical Viva Puffs. Yeah, but yeah, I'm sure yeah. they tasted thousands upon oh, thousands of, course, of times better of than a Viva yeah, Puff. Yeah. yeah, but there was just, it, it was kind of a, a spongy look of it. And yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, totally. Anything else to add on the the signature? No, you know what I would say for the the moose. There's a lot of moose this week, and I think that's it. Should have just been called Moose Week, you know? A hundred, maybe that. <laughs> you know what? Maybe they had to speak to the people. We're very for the people in this day and age, so maybe they had to just say like fancy dessert. Because if they said Moose Week, people would be like, "Why are they cooking animals?" <laughs> And so they're like, let's just call it fancy dessert week. Maybe. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I will say I was expecting more disasters. Like just moose not setting. Moose not setting seems to be like a baking show, bake off thing. Mm. So at least for this first part, they had all done very well. I yeah. Say. Absolutely. Absolutely. They did because yeah, there is a, there is basically it almost feels like this week was not not intentionally, but it was designed to kind of offer that level of challenge of like, in other weeks, you can get away with one small thing not going right. And here, like Mm -hmm. one small thing doesn't go right. And you're just like, it's the difference between like, it's basically the like, you know, melted ice cream week from from Gibbo, right? Where like, you can tell and it doesn't work. So totally, totally. Yeah, you're 100% right. And so they all came off pretty clean. Absolutely. And now it's time for the technical. James, what was the technical? It was a chocolate passion fruit (laughs) Charlotte cake. (laughs) Did I get it right, though? uh, Opposite passion fruit chocolate Charlotte cake. But for not having read the memo, I got super close. Yeah, you did. You did. Um, yeah, no, we had to quickly relook up because we both just wrote down Charlotte cake. Um, so we just looked up the exact um, name of what it was. And then I was supposed to say it. And then I was like, James, please tell I, me. So I feel like this is like a partner challenge, like a duo challenge. And you just threw me under the bus. <laughs> you're like, yeah, don't worry. I'll take care of it. I'll read the name of it. And then you're like, James, what was the name of it? <laughs> like on stage. You know what this was? I was Olivia what? Lux and you were Denali. Girl, I can't even deal with that elimination. I still can't deal with the situation. And I agree that Olivia should have been in the bottom this week. Anyway. Yep. 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 Um, the, the, I just basically had the equivalent of we're doing improv and I did not yes and. I was like, no and not <laughs> yeah you're like Here no you. not no buts yeah something yeah. like that uh okay so 
passion fruit, chocolate, Charlotte cake. James, what do you think? So I personally love Charlotte cakes. I think they're fantastic. I think they're delicious. I am a Ladyfinger fan. I love a good Ladyfinger. I feel like, though, this season, I'm a little over passion fruited. I feel like there's been like passion fruit every freaking week this season. I don't necessarily know if it's been in the requirement of the bake, though. I do no, feel but like that's what I mean. Like, Mahat- I feel like it's been brought Mahathi, in. Like, does oh, okay. bring it a lot, I think, you know. Oh, and then okay. now it's in the, the you know, um, in the actual requirement of it. But yeah, I, I can't say that I'm, I can't actually say that I've had a lot of passion fruit, you know, ever. Um, and uh, uh, I can't say that when I have had it that I'm like, that's a flavor I'm just dying to have over and over. I really, because it's so tart. Like, I feel like in the past, I mean, COVID feels like forever. So I want to say four or five years, I've had a lot more. So whenever I go for to have desserts at restaurants or I go to bakeries, like I've just seen it really come up more and more and more. And it's really tart. So with anything super sweet eh, or sweet generally, it does cut through and it's delicious. Um, but yeah, I didn't really think about it from Mahati's perspective. I just like I type my notes for this show, so I feel like the word passion fruit is in my muscle memory at that at this point, <laughs> which is why I brought it up. In week seven. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Okay, so first up we had Maggie. What did you think? Um, I wrote, ooh, face crack of the century. <laughs> because there was a crack in it. Um, I don't know. I d- so honestly, I thought everyone's not that I could do any better, but I think everyone's had a little bit of a struggle with the ladyfinger wrap like everyone had at least a bit of a gap if not an outright crack so to see yeah. it i wasn't that surprised um you know but they said it had good flavors and for me because i'm not judging and i'm not in competition uh if it has a good flavor that's all that matters for me yeah yeah no i thought that hers was really nice on the top um as well and um although there was a comment that the chocolate mousse needed more air in it it was like mm-hmm. kind of had been beaten out um a bit uh too much so <laughs> but i i did think that maggie's looked um actually quite nice especially for on the on the top yes yeah no definitely nice decorations maggie had a bit of trouble with overbeating stuff this episode generally so yeah it's interesting yeah 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 uh okay then we had rafa cat um see i said like a bit of a gap on this one as well right because her her lady fingers didn't quite seal but that that was like that one was minuscule compared to like you know everyone that's true that's true that's true she like was like a gap when when it's going to be the best one of everyone's uh you don't bring up the the gap that is practically non-existent compared to like the one being held up with tape that's fair. It is the gap that after like 22 years of braces, if you still have it, your orthodontist is like, Meh, good enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So, but I, what I really loved about Rafa Katz was the distinct, beautiful layers yeah. that she had when, like, when you cut, like, this. Rafa Cat can bake anything. I'm yeah. I'm convinced now. She can bake anything. She could have never heard of it. She could have never known what it was, and she will make it. Um, yeah. But when they sliced into it. And then it was like lifted out. It was yeah. just like these beautiful thick layers. And I was so excited and I wanted yeah. to eat it. 
Oh my god, I know. I like literally one of the things I wrote was good slice, you know? Mm-hmm. Just like mm-hmm. that was classic. Um I really 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 want to eat this dessert. I thought that this looked so good, not just Rafa cats like in general. So I would really really like to at some point. Um but yeah, I uh, uh it just it looks so inviting the way that that slice was removed the only i guess other bit of critique that she got was that they wanted more passion fruit in the ganache yes yeah and i guess without it it kind of tastes probably a little sweet which is why they have the passion fruit in there in the first place so i understand it um and i will say so michael and i watched this with descriptive video and whoever reads those dvs she's a shady lady yeah but but for rafa cats they didn't say like attempted to slice or yeah oh we'll get there they just wrote uh kyla slices the cake and i was like all right because it's clean and it's good yeah 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 absolutely um yeah we'll we'll get there in a sec so okay then we had tanner so tanners i wrote I wrote gap and slip out. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote those things, but that's all I have. But like, again, it was like, there's a bit of a gap and he had a bit, of, he did, he had a bit of leakage going on. Right. Was that what was happening? Um, it was like, I don't know. It, maybe it was like close to it. Like it was, it was mm. like just starting, but yeah, it wasn't quite like unset set moose, but there was moose from the sides. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. What did you think? Um, I actually thought that they managed to get quite a good slice out of his, considering there was some of that moose kind of, you know, slipping out, slipping out the side. <laughs> um, and his cookie layer was more compact. So yes, yeah, yeah. Overall, I thought that Tanner's was was quite good. Um, mm-hmm. again, although it still had a gap, I thought that his was was generally nice looking i liked the top of his so um yeah this this was like a good solid effort i think kyla has continuously said the word valiant although valiant sounds like you tried and you failed and this was was more than that so valiant's a bit of a read it's like valiant effort Mm. (laughs) yeah Mm, exactly that's the noise you make after you say valiant Mm. effort (laughs) totally totally anything else about tanner uh no, I mean it 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 was good. It was good. Yeah. Okay. And then last but not least, we had Mahati, and this was where when we were watching with described video, because <laughs> Mahati's she had the issues where her mousse hadn't properly set because she'd never worked with sheet gelatin before. So then she it was basically falling out, and then they had to come and like help tape it together with like acetate so that it wouldn't like that, and then it still had the chance to set, I guess, in between. Well said a little more so it wasn't like mm. oozing between when this was like finished and when it was like cut open yeah. but anyway with the described video the the woman so basically if you're not familiar with it is they will describe something on screen and if, if it is not um something that y- you hear um sound of or if if you know it it's you know basically video captions or or audio captions sort of so to speak and the the woman literally goes kyla attempts to cut a slice (laughs) and then it's like she fails (laughs) shady lady (laughs) yep there you go oh um 
Yeah, what did you think, Michael? I mean, aside from the obvious. So I wrote good lady fingers because I thought that hers actually did look really nice and consistent around the outside where it hadn't, um, where where it all had successfully joined. But like that was like, that was like soupy mousse, like soupy mousse. So, yeah. Yeah, I just wrote that it was wet. Um, I find it really funny, though, that I guess they have to for TV, but the judges will like, I mean, it obviously doesn't set. It didn't set. And they'll cut it and then they'll put it on the plate. It's all wet. And they just kind of take their forks and they're like, mm, yeah, it didn't set. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, we know it didn't set, guys. Like, mm, yeah, it should have set more. <laughs> so I feel bad. Um, it's difficult under that pressure. But yeah, the lady fingers were good, as you said. And Scratching you know. it with a fork, just going... You know, I'm seeing some issues here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, I don't know quite. I don't know quite what it is, but dare I say it's a bit runny? Maybe <laughs> it's just it's too. Yeah, much. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm thinking I'm going to try a spoon instead. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I know it was unfortunate, and I mean, she basically said it's just because of the the gelatin, and that was that was specifically in the recipe to help it set. So. You know, you live and learn. So lots of love, live and learn. <laughs> so uh, I guess let's do the ranking, which I mean, Mahati was in fourth um, you yeah. know, because, um, you know, Kyla attempts to cut a slice. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, then we had Maggie in third because she had the San Andreas fault baked into her cake. <laughs> and then Tanner was second. Just kidding. Uh, and then Rafi Cat came in first. Yes. You know. And uh, yeah, it, it was a, a good a good bake for Rafa Cat. I totally agree with your your um, thoughts, James, that she uh, could have never baked anything as she could never have seen it. And she would do it and it would be done well. Like it's. I feel like Rafa Cat for this one could have been like, I don't know what this is. Oh, and she doesn't even re- she doesn't even read the recipe. She just has like. She has just like psychic baking instincts where she was just like, oh, okay, I can feel it in the air. And then she just bakes it. Yeah, 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 yeah. She totally does have just like, it's such a grasp beyond. Like it's it's like, it's natural talent for baking. Yeah, I feel like she knows how food works. Like I feel like she knows the chemistry of it all. And so Mm. that's why she executes so well. Absolutely. And now it's time for the showstopper. And this week, the bakers had to make a meringue crunch cake. Ooh, crunch, as they say. Yeah. Melissa girl, soccer practice is over. Your face is on the phone and you need to pick it up. (laughs) (laughs) Again, 30 Rock reference. I've said it multiple times, but yeah. Uh, So yeah, what did you think of this one? So I thought it was like a really interesting challenge because i haven't i don't recall a challenge that's like an auditory experience so like now we're looking to slice through it and for you know the world to shake so i thought it was kind of cool i personally am not a fan of meringue cakes i find meringue very sweet Mm. and so to have like five layers of meringue with like cream or like Icing. Other sweet stuff in between the Yeah, and the, meringue, then the yeah. piping and the sugar is like, that'd be a bit much for me. That's personal. That's for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I gotcha. Um, it, I, I've never had a meringue cake, really. I really haven't even had many meringues. Um, but uh, these looked interesting to me. I like the idea, like you said, of the crunch cake aspect. 
Yeah, I think it's fun. But I, I kind of wish they would have like let them just be generally more creative, like using any type of cake, uh, make sure that it crunches or something like that. That would have been kind of cool. Oh, uh, yeah. Although I guess, again, tying into fancy dessert week, meringues are considered fancy, right? That is Cause, fair. Because like, isn't because with meringues, you can only use the egg white and then there is literally no purpose for the yolk, right? It's not like it gets used in some later thing or you use it in some other element of what they're making or. I guess I you could technically so. make a custard out of it or some sort of cream out of it and you could put it in the middle or you could fill it to a certain extent. I think there are filled meringues. I've had those before. Because yeah. in my mind, I'm just thinking like, you know, it's a fancy dessert in the ultimate sense where you literally throw out half of the thing you use to make it. <laughs> True. That is very true. Sounds I remember very, when I were... like, you know, old, olden, like regal, like, you know, no, 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 make me a dessert that only uses half of the actual like egg. And not only that uses the what's normally not like the great part of the egg, like the mm -hmm. yolk is the part you want. Yeah, but then, the you know, then the peasants get to eat them scrambled yolks for, for, <laughs> for dinner, basically. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just reminded me of a pav like because like meringue pavlova mm, and they always yeah. make pavlovas on on the show, so that's kind of what it just reminded me of, which usually yeah. happens a bit earlier. But yeah, mm, mm -hmm. but these were stacked. So um, yes, okay. So first up, we had Rafa Cat, uh, with a tropical tang crunch cake. So I thought that this had like the the ice malt flour on top was really gorgeous. Um, it was her first time ever working with isomalt, which was crazy. The fact that although, so you know how I think it was last week we were talking about how we weren't sure if the bakers were having that extra downtime to kind of be able to practice. And she yeah. said, oh, my first time was was yesterday. So clearly there is like some practice time that exists, um, which is kind of nice to see and, and like good for her for picking up a totally new skill all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I thought the color on hers was great. Um, there was a crunch, perfect meringue. Like it was, <laughs> it was knocked it out of the park, you know? It was a really, really beautiful cake. Um, you know, and I'm not saying I'm surprised, but it just, when she brought it up, I, I guess I just didn't expect that combination of colors. Like the colors actually played really, really well together. Um, so I really enjoyed it. Um, it looked absolutely delicious and it did have fairly distinct layers. I think that, you know, because the layers was a bit of a problem with a few folks. This one, I mm. think, had pretty distinct layers. Yeah. yeah. You know, the only thing that was surprising to me about Rafa Katz wasn't necessarily in her bake, but we've talked about how there's this, you know, lightness and everything to her in the way she bakes. And I feel like with the totally, totally new, like she seemed very nervous about making this isomalt um, or isomelt. I don't know if it's malt or melt um, flour, but mm -hmm. uh, it uh, it did to me show on camera a little more like she she seemed way more focused the whole time. And it was only once the judges were like, oh, my God, this isn't close to perfection. This is perfection that you saw the smile kind of return to her face, like which was a bit shocking to me because she's kind of seemed so unflappable. And if if Rafa Katz like super stressed out is she's just quietly working away, <laughs> then OK, I guess that's what it is. But it, it, I did at least notice that little bit of a difference that I kind of wanted to mention. Mm hmm. Uh, but you know what? That's I feel like that is so Rafa Cat that she'd be like quietly stressed out, but still produce something exceptional. That's pretty. It's 
pretty accurate. Yeah, 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 absolutely. What did you think? Anything else on that? Oh, no, we, we covered it all. It was, it was, I mean, no shade to anybody else, but it was by far like the most beautiful one, mm. in my opinion, anyways, that came out this week of the showstoppers. Yeah. Okay, then we had Maggie. Uh, with her blackberry lime crunch cake. I really loved the top of Maggie's. I felt like the the top and the ruby chocolate and all of that like on it looked so good that it did kind of surprise me with some of the issues that it had um, kind of going down or throughout because the top was so beautiful that it really gave me a good first impression. Yeah, so this was one of the ones where like when I first saw it, so my, when I first saw it, my impression was that it was fine. and then. So when I think back, I'm like, oh, why was the judging so harsh? But then I think it was one of those ones where like the longer you looked at it and the more you looked around it, you're like, okay, I see some weaknesses here and there. But of course, the largest weakness was that the Dequas didn't really crunch. It was a little soft. So it was more of a blackberry lime cake than a blackberry lime crunch cake, unfortunately. Yes, yes. Um, And then there was the comment from Bruno about how the cream on the top had kind of been churned to almost butter. So. Yeah, yeah. It did. When he when he brought that up, it did make me think of like when you're at weddings or other like like other buffets when you were allowed to do that. Yeah, 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 they sometimes give you like little butter balls or little like butter florets and i was yeah. like oh yeah i couldn't see what he's talking about <laughs> yeah yeah totally totally yeah but again the, i guess the weakness here was just that it, no crunch you know yeah yeah and they asked for crunch cake so all right tanner uh with the blueberry banana crunch cake okay so we are a little divided here because i really loved the color on this and how it looked and you did not love the color it could have been the color correction on my monitor, um, but it was almost purpley. And like, I don't know. There's just something about the, like the brown, like the brown of like, what was it? Was it like a, what was on top? It almost looked like Stroopwafel stuff. It was, it, it just like, it kind of, I don't know. It, it seemed a little chaotic to me. I think like the, the color combination didn't work for me. It's not personal. It's just drag. <laughs> like it didn't work for me yeah. yeah i i really loved the way that purple looked i love the way like you know if you make like a blueberry smoothie the way that that looks that kind of bluishy purple that's just like so i i think it's just such a cool color that comes out of like natural good like I, I that's that's i think what i love about it especially with the white it makes it feel so like regal so Mm. so i really felt like that elevated it um tanner's had a good crunch and they liked how so he had a banana um curd or or cream in it that had some uh lemon in it and the lemon is kyla uh said what saved it i was just gonna say when when i heard he was using banana i was like are you making like a pancake so so here's what it is the the color of that blueberry stuff I'm used to seeing either in a blueberry smoothie, or Tristan loves his blueberry banana pancakes. Like like it just reminds mm, me of yeah. blueberry pancake batter. So I think when I see it in a cake, uncooked, I'm just kind of like, like it looks That's like just there's batter. just a smoothie in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but when yeah. I heard banana, I was like, girl, it's just gonna taste like banana. Um, but then he put the lemon in because he is clearly an experienced baker, and I am not. And um, I'm glad. I'm glad I was vindicated that 
it would have been a little bit of a mess otherwise. We were getting so much commentary from Tanner this episode with like baking um, knowledge. Knowledge. And, like, all, like he was like, she knows the chemistry of it apparently so mm -hmm. yeah just yeah. baking bakeopedia.ca <laughs> dot org dot org dot co yeah. dot uk <laughs> yes dot exactly <laughs> dot io yeah dot biz um <laughs> i was buying domain names the other day oh my gosh some of the the domain extensions are like insane uh-huh uh-huh why yeah. what, which one struck you I feel like there's like dot floral. There's like dot like there's just so many random things now that I think are really weird and well, makes so me many, who would buy them. So many of them are new, but the thing that's odd is that when you register them, you can register yeah. them for very cheap, but their oh, renewal yeah. is so expensive. Like if a dot oh, really? com, if a dot com renews for between like I don't know twelve to. 15 maybe let's say 20 dollars or something like that but probably more between 12 and 15 a dot mm -hmm. floral renews at like 45 or 50 bucks a year oh yeah oh. but they'll let you buy it for like 2.99 but to me it's always like but it's just dot floral like why does it need I to know. renew for so much so i know um, oh, i do weird. i do a lot of website stuff so um okay mahati uh with her Ancient Aztec crunch cake. Gorgeous top. Gorgeous top. Sounds like my Friday night, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Gorgeous top, slot, messy bottoms. Sounds like Friday night. Um, yeah. No, uh, I really enjoyed yeah. it too. Like highly detailed, well decorated. Um, you had to turn up the contrast a little bit. Yeah. Because it was, yeah. you know, it was sort of a little same, same color. But yeah, really impressive that she had the. I'm going to just use the word tenacity because I certainly don't uh, to pipe it off. Yeah. I couldn't believe like uh, the, she must have a level of artistic talent to be able to pipe that design. So, um, cause like, it's not like if you even like try sketching or something like you, you kind of work the line and you find the way it moves like, you know, with, with your, and she literally has to get that right first time. And she did, which is mm -hmm. nuts. Um, so that was great. The only thing was that, well, I mean, not the only thing, but um, they wanted the vines. There were kind of these like chocolate vine things that like, I totally agree. They wanted those to look more refined because it did just kind of look like it was like, crying chocolate down the sides <laughs> it, it was kind of like um you know that week larry got sent home where yep. he was like trying it was kind of like you yes. know when he ran out of time yeah. like the, the the dying vines sort of thing you know <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 um hers had a really good crunch they liked the texture of it and um bruno said he loves mexican food because this is kind of what it was inspired by and that she captured the spirit of kind of you know mexican food culture totally um especially with the uh pretzels and corn chips yeah the to me the corn chips was a weird one like okay pretzels i get if you're trying to add in a crunch but like the corn chips was a bit <laughs> odd it seems a little like you know it reminded me of um is it hostess or lays munchies Yes. What like the sun chips and the pretzels and that I was like, oh, yeah. I should do that if I'm ever on baking show. Just pour a bunch of that into a mold and be like, it's a crunch cake. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. I took all of these. I took a bag of party mix and now I've <laughs> turned it into the world's worst cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, okay, anything else to add on Showstoppers? No, I um, I think it was a pretty good um pro- product from most from all of them. Sorry, um, and uh, it's unfortunate that you had to have a crunch sound because, like, I did think Maggie's looked pretty good, um, but it was it was sort of a new dimension. I think that was introduced this week. Yeah. 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 Um, so, okay. I guess we'll just get right into it. Rafa Cat was crowned Star Baker this week, which I mean, like, was there literally any other option? Like, no, no, I think surprise. Like, yeah. Like every week it's just been, it's been about being out baked, right? Every week, because usually if you have like a disaster, you get sent home. But if you really look at, um, I know we're going to talk about who, who gets sent home first, but later, but like, if you really looked at the technical, it's like Mahati is the one that like, I mean, she had to have a brace around her her technical, right? Yeah. And that's yeah. not really what uh, ended up being the the breaking factor. So I think Rafikat just like so easily, it seems like anyways, just outbaked everybody from yeah. beginning to end. So yeah. it's hard to argue with that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then unfortunately, Maggie was the one who went home, which was... A bummer. I mean, it's hard saying bye to any of the bakers at at this point. I did, I did kind of feel bad too that like literally Anne in the like preamble to it was like, now we'd love to take you all to the final, but we can't. We literally can't. And I'm like, well, I mean, like you you can if you want to. Like RuPaul does it all the time. Like you know, um, <laughs> while but, she was walking away, they should be like, wait. Wait, yeah, no, yeah, Maggie, wait. Maggie, Maggie, wait. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not ready. I just yeah. kind of, uh, like, I think I think it is a bummer. I, I don't also necessarily think that a final four, you know, if it's kind of even keeled like this across the board, would have been that bad because, you know, not necessarily that it's been like this on the Canadian show, but in some seasons of the British one, there have been finales where it's like, you know, somebody just like fucks up the signature and then does okay on the technical. And then like, you're, you're watching the show stop or being like, well, it's a race of two people at this point. So mm-hmm. if there was four, I guess it obviously makes it harder to judge because you're basing it solely on that one last episode. But as a viewer, it also does keep you a little like, ooh, it's it's anybody's game. It's like all four people like, you know, or if one person just totally flubs, it's like still between three people. So, yeah, I guess there are always reality shows that like to break the rules and the ones that don't like never budge on their rules. I mean, on the British one, they've had some like, you know, double eliminations and some some no one goes homes, but, but never we're at only a finale like four season, And we're only four seasons in. Yes, yes, exactly. I'm trying to think when when was the first the first double elimination was in season five of, of Drag Race. I remember that. But anyway, <laughs> um, we were talking about Maggie and uh, uh, yeah. it's sad to see her go home like you said it was not so much um that she did poorly it's that i guess it was outbaked and mahati does really she's brought it home in the showstoppers like she she can kind of be the comeback kid who who makes her way back from the bottom because if she didn't have a great showstopper she would have gone home and it's unfortunate for maggie but that's kind of the way the cookie crumbles she's like the lip sync assassin 
Yes, she's the Utica. <laughs> she's the showstopper assassin. She's always, you know, on the edge with you, but then she goes and pipes some as techie and stuff on a cookie, and then bam! Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, shall we review our brackets? Oh, yeah, let's review the brackets, darling. Okay, so I actually did okay this week. Did you? Yeah, I said that Tanner was going to be second in the technical, and mm-hmm. he was. Whooped. Mm. Um, and then I said that Tanner was going to be Starbaker, and he was second, clearly. Um, but no. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I said that um, Rafa Cat was going to be second in the technical, which she was not. Um, and then I said Maggie was going to be Starbaker, and she went home. I feel like when I'm wrong this year, you're wrong. I'm like really wrong. <laughs> like I think the other Starbaker, I guess. I think the week I said Larry. Or maybe someone else. I feel like they were sent home. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so if I'm James. right, you win. And if I'm wrong, you get sent home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's the finale next week. The Yay! finale. Hard to believe. It goes so fast. Season mm-hmm. five auditions are already underway, or at least they're casting or, or what have you. So if you're interested, you should apply for sure. I'm sure you probably already have because... Um, you're listening to our show. You probably are a big fan enough to know that anyway. But who do you mm. think is going to come in second in the technical next week? Oh, my goodness. I think I Tanner. Think, yeah. I, I, okay, I guess I'll pick Mahati just to... Uh, or do I pick Rafa Cat? I pick, okay, I'm picking Rafa Cat. It's Rafa Cat okay. second for technical, and then Rafa Cat is winning the show. But we yeah, I know. That, we both so. kind of agree on that. So, yeah. Yeah. Like that, that's, I mean, I, I would love to be surprised. All three of the remaining bakers are all talented, but there is just something about Rafa. I, I, I kind of, I don't hope that this is a Linda situation from season one, though, where we were mm. like, it's Linda. Of course it's Linda. And then, you know, she just had a not great final week and it was thrilling for Sabrina, the thrilling adventures of Sabrina. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's kind of what I think. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Barring some big upset, like she drops the showstopper at the end, yeah. I think Rafa Cat will take it. Yeah. Yep. Um, oh, so I did have, guess what? We got a review. Yay. Okay, let me pull it up. The title of the review is Weekly Motivation from Mary Volley One. What an awesome podcast. Every Sunday, I watch GCBS with my mom, which I currently uh, is one of the greatest things of my week. The second best thing is definitely listening to this podcast on Monday. You guys are really starting my week on a great note. Heart emoji. So, isn't that sweet? That is sweet. Yeah. So that that was great. Thank you so much to Mary for, or Marie. Um, I guess Marie, probably. M-A-R-I-E. Marie. Usually Marie. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you to Marie for uh, uh, the wonderful review. We only have one week left. Maybe there's going to be something bonus. We'll see. It's been a bit hectic up in her. So, um, but anyway, yeah, we will return next week. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at GCBS Podcast and on Twitter at GCBS Podcast. Please leave us more reviews. We love reading them. Um, anything you'd like to add, James? No, you got it. Please listen, like, subscribe, leave a comment. 
and we enjoy it. Yeah. And until next time, bye. Goodbye. The Cooling Rack is a Messenger Bag Media podcast. For more on how Messenger Bag Media could be your business's one-stop media shop, visit messengerbagmedia.ca.